Welcome to the Scripture Memory Podcast, a ministry of Scripture Memory Fellowship. If you've ever felt like memorizing God's Word is an uphill battle, stay tuned. This podcast will help you make Bible memory a consistent and enjoyable part of your daily life. After all, knowing Scripture is the first step towards a fruitful, God-honoring life. So whether you're a new memorizer who needs some practical Bible memory tips, or a veteran memorizer who just needs some encouragement for their journey, stay tuned for today's episode of the Scripture Memory Podcast. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Scripture Memory Podcast, the podcast where we are helping you make Scripture memorization a consistent and enjoyable part of your daily life. I'm Dakota Lynch. And I'm Randy Williamson. And I'm Olivia Tarbell. And today we're joined by our special guest, Beth Weaver. We're so glad to have Beth back with us for another episode. And uh, we're going to be talking with her today about scripture memorization and discipleship. But first, uh, Randy, we always start with a passage of the day. And I think you have our passage this time. Yeah, Dakota, we're talking about the, the topic of discipleship. And we've got a very fitting passage from 2 Timothy chapter 2, verses 1 to 7. 2 Timothy is Paul's last inspired letter. Uh, He's going to be martyred, we believe, very soon after the writing of it. He's writing to his protege in the ministry, young Timothy. They've been through a lot together. And Paul, as he faces his martyrdom and his death, he's really not concerned so much with his death. That's not what preoccupies him. What preoccupies him is that the gospel be carried onward through discipleship. And so he writes these words, these instructions to Timothy. God's word says, You then, my child, be strengthened by the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And what you have heard from me in the presence of many witnesses and trust to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. Share in suffering as a good soldier of Christ Jesus. No soldier gets entangled in civilian pursuits since his aim is to please the one who enlisted him. An athlete is not crowned unless he competes according to the rules. It is the hardworking farmer who ought to have the first share of the crops. Think over what I say, for the Lord will give you understanding in everything. As we think about Paul writing to Timothy, we know because it's God's word and it's inspired, it's not simply to Timothy, but to us as well. As disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ, we are called upon Uh, to reproduce discipleship in the life of others. We may not be able to set the world on fire, I've heard, but we are to light the torches of other believers through discipleship. Yeah, amen. Um, We used to talk about that passage a lot in my ministry in California, and it's just such a beautiful picture of passing on um, the gospel to the next generation of disciples. So thanks for sharing that, Randy. Um, Well, in this episode, like I said, um, we're talking about discipleship with our guest, Beth Weaver, who joined us last week or two weeks ago um, on the podcast. And we wanted to talk with Beth about discipleship because, as you may have heard in the last episode, um, she's got quite a good amount of experience with discipleship, having been a missionary for about 40 years, um, as well as being just a friend and a mom and even a grandma. Um, and so, Beth, we're really excited to talk with you today about the topic of discipleship and scripture memory. Thank you. I'm just thrilled to to be linked with you guys. I just am so praising God for you and uh, for bringing our paths together. Just awesome. <laughs> so why don't you share a little bit, Beth, about what discipleship and scripture memory have looked like um, in your ministry in years gone by, how you've seen that effective in your work as a missionary, and then also what it looks like today and and what differences you may have seen over the course of those years. 
Well, thank you so much. Um, you know, I was, uh, there's so many that have poured into my life that have mentored me, coached me, um, discipled me. Uh, one that really stands out in my mind is Betty Basting when I was attending Ben Lippin High School in Asheville, North Carolina. And uh, she, I met with her once a week. We would always start out uh, reading some scripture together. She'd ask me how my scripture memory was going. I was actually accountable to uh, Polly uh, Parker at that time. I was doing the book of Philippians the first year she began to um, to coach me. And uh, I told her I had some regular people that listened to me say it. Um, but she was much more keenly interested in how I was applying the word of God to my life. Just probing questions, just such great love for me coming through. She'd ask me my prayer requests. We'd pray over them together. We pray that God's word would just transform my life. And um, but I think the earliest discipleship thing that happened to me was watching uh, when I took newly translated scriptures that my dad had just put into the Wayana Indian language in Suriname, South America. And he had me teaching a little group of girls how to read. Now, I would have been about nine at that age at that time. And um, my brother and I were in a race to see who could teach the kids to read the fastest. Now, he was a doctor for many years. Of course, he won. He was way more brilliant than I. And he um, had a little boy reading in six weeks. But what fascinated me was when they started reading the word of God, they were they called it Kampampiratikai. That means God's paper talks. And what just fascinated me, it took two years before any of them accepted Christ. But when they did, it was such a transformation. And I thought if the word of God is so powerful, it can transform these these um, the, this tribe way back here in the jungle so that they no longer look so fearful and they are full of joy. And <clears throat> I mean, their lives were actually just so changed. And I thought even at a young age, there's nothing I want to give myself more to than the word of God and discipling people and seeing the transformation that God's word and God has on our lives to change us. And so, yeah, that began my career in literally obeying God, applying it to my word, and then letting me um, train others that could be entrusted and basically working myself out of a job. So I would just thank the Lord for all those people that poured into me, first of all. And then I would just say it's just learning the hard way how to do discipleship using God's word that probably taught me more than anything. Yes, I was talking with a, a friend the other day, and we were talking about how scripture memorization is not just something that we do so that we can pour into other people, but we do it so that we can grow in our walk with God. And, and if that's true, then even if we were the only Christian on the face of the earth, <laughs> memorizing scripture is still worthwhile. Because it draws you into that close relationship. And, and that's really what discipleship is about. It's about growing in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. It's about following in the footsteps of our Lord. And we get that, I think, in, in America. We understand, well, yeah, that's discipleship. And yet somehow we have this notion that we can be someone's disciple without knowing what he said. Right? And, and we think, well, I, I can do this, this but I, is Scripture memorization really necessary? And yet if you rewind 
to the early days of the church, saying that you were a disciple, that you followed Jesus, meant that you could put down on paper his most important teachings, that you could instruct people in the things that he said, and yet we see there's such a disconnect now. And so how, how have you approached discipleship today, Beth, among people who kind of view scripture memorization as a foreign concept and, and somewhat of an extracurricular thing as a believer? Well, the gal that came to Christmas recently uh, through my life was a nursing colleague that I was put uh, to work with her every Wednesday for 10 hours. And uh, she, her name's AJ. And it took an entire year before she came to Jesus. Uh, what I did is I had to wait till she, I knew she knew she she loved me, trusted me uh, before she would hear about the God I loved, uh, before she would really listen to me and, and want to know more. But then once that point came, I used a chronological Bible storying method um, with her. Very artistic. Um, she loves the word of God. Um, she's actually in my um my group that meets for accountability uh, to quote scriptures to each other. And uh, I was just really fascinated when um, I asked her, so what the very first time she came, what are you going to pick to memorize? Because she wasn't actually a warrior of the word graduate, which is what my group mostly is that we meet quarterly and, and recite scriptures and everybody gets to choose what they want to work on. It's not like we have a set thing. Well, she wanted to learn scriptures that would keep her accountable to the word of God, that would continue to point to her that Jesus is the answer for everything. I don't remember the exact scripture she picked, but boy, she quoted them with passion to herself and to all of us. And uh, to me, I just saw that she was mimicking what I had done to her with the scripture. And I was very thrilled. Isn't that so beautiful when you think about um, like when you have kids, your kids look like you. Um, maybe they have like your eyes or um, they smile the same way you do. When we make disciples, like they they have like hearts that mirror what we love, which hopefully is like Christ-likeness and Christ-like character. But isn't that so cool that um, something so meaningful to you in your spiritual journey, memorizing God's word and prioritizing that and reciting it with passion, you've passed on to the next generation of disciples. That's awesome. Now, what it looks like on Fridays is very different at my house because my grandkids come over and I specifically learned the alphabet uh, series that's uh, in the Warrior of the Word book uh, so that I could teach my kids a verse for every letter of the alphabet. And with them, making the big motions really helps them memorize. Beth, what would you say to someone? I'm thinking of particular types of viewers in mind. They, they're memorizing Scripture, but they're kind of keeping it to themselves. Maybe they're sharing it some in terms of presenting the gospel, but the idea of teaching Scripture memory to someone else as a component of discipleship is very foreign to them. What would you tell them to get them started? Oh, well, that happened to me recently. Uh, Jay had a PowerPoint he was trying to pull up. We were at a missions conference, and it just wouldn't work. So I just said, well, while he's getting that together, guys, I want to get you really excited about this app that I just found online called First Locker. But I'm going to perform for you the, the sum of my year. And I got up and did it for them with big motions. And I had about six people sign up and get me to show them how to put First Locker on their phone. Only one of those five people has continued to use it and is really memorizing a lot. Of course, because I get the reports every Sunday. So, um yeah, that was just like impromptu. I'm always praying for opportunities 
um, just this last Sunday in my Sunday school class. Uh, over New Year's, we were challenged to memorize a lot of scripture passages so that when anyone asks us for a reason as to why we believe, we can just jump in there and we can share the gospel. And so uh, I got up Sunday and I said, now, um, I know you all did that as a New Year's resolution. And we all said we we're going to try and do some more of those verses so that at a moment's notice when someone asks us, <laughs> you know, uh, about what we believe, we can start sharing those scriptures. Now, if you've already, you know, not kept up with your resolution, I invite you on February 13th at my house to the potato bar um, to come see how the warriors of the word are doing it. Because maybe then you'll want to take the course. I challenged some homeschool moms in that class to get their kids memorizing. And I said, as a class, we could pay for that course and we could get the moms to take it together so that they could use it to teach their children. So, uh, yeah, the Lord just gives me ideas on the spur of the moment. I have to give him all the praise and glory. Um, I can't think of anything specific, but uh, when I disciple people mem Bible memory, um, I, I get them to choose a passage, a verse. And I try to encourage them uh, to uh, to learn it in whichever way is easiest for them. Of course, now, knowing what I know from this course I took last year, uh, I'm going to direct them to doing this little quiz and then trying to apply their own learning style. Yes. And, and for those of you listening, uh, the quiz that Beth just mentioned is in the Warriors of the Word book that's published by our friends at Piercing Word, and it helps you identify your unique learning style. So if you are an auditory memorizer, a visual or a kinesthetic memorizer, this quiz is going to help you figure out just what approach to memorization would be most effective. So we're going to link to that in the show notes again this week, and so you can be sure and look that up. But Randy, you hit on this. I think in America especially, we tend to be very introspective and kind of shielded about our own spiritual disciplines, and, and we don't really want to let people know that we're memorizing Scripture because... You know, that, that could be flashy, and, and there is some truth in that. We don't want to uh, be flashy in our memorization. But the danger is that we don't let other, especially new believers, see just how important this is. Uh, because ultimately, the Great Commission is not to go and be disciples necessarily, but to be disciples who, quote, make disciples, as Jesus said. And, and if you're a disciple who makes disciples, and they make disciples, and all along the way, that looks like people who are getting into the discipline of memorizing scripture, you can just see how quickly that happens. There is a scripture memory website I used years ago. It was memverse.com. It's still around. We'll put the link in the show notes. But it allowed you to refer other people who would then sign up. They would begin memorizing. And then if those people referred others, you would get to see this long list of all of the people who were using the program because of your referral. And it was so encouraging because you would look and say, oh my goodness, hundreds of verses and it's not because I referred them, but because someone that I referred referred someone else, you know. And that's the same thing. When you get someone memorizing scripture, you don't know the trickle effect that that could have. So I'm so thankful, Beth, to hear about how God is, is using you to just uh, help, help people in your neck of the woods memorize scripture and then to see that spread. How exciting. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> well, that's one thing I, I love about my accountability group is we, uh, we are very supportive. If you make a mistake, we, we, have a, we, we, sh we give a copy of what we're going to recite to the people that are there, and we welcome uh, corrections. Uh, if we need help, we say, yes, I need a prompt, uh, which I often do. <laughs> 
uh, transitions between verses are really, you know, really hard. So what advice would I give them? Well, I would say the best advice probably is to be personally passionate about how uh, how how you yourself are so blessed by it um, and, 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 and how you feel. <laughs> so I remember a, a young woman I was uh, when my mom was in a wheelchair with Alzheimer's, she was pushing her baby in a baby stroller. And the only time we could get together was at a park because we both needed to walk. We needed to walk the people we were responsible for. Um, and uh, she was a third culture kid like I am. So she was she was working through some issues of being an adult third culture kid. And uh, we memorized the book of I believe it was was it James or was it Ephesians together? But we were just we, we actually did it together. We kind of quoted it together. And then when we one of us got stumped, the other one was right there to to, to say the next word or whatever. So I would just say, be okay with your mistakes and your when you can't do something. The neat thing about the, the course was it taught me tricks for how to get over difficult humps like transitions between verses, between thoughts and things. Um, I think that's one reason now I'm going to memorizing uh, Bible stories. There's a list of 105 um, uh, easy to memorize uh, stories from the Bible. And because Bible storying is really important, uh, I believe in this generation. Um, and so I think that when you can use different voices and different things and you can actually show someone um, how easy it is to tell a Bible story uh, from memory, um, then it gets them excited about trying it. But I would say just just on the whole, being shy about doing it, the course gave us just lots of encouragement. You can do it. And lots of encouragement when, when we got stuck and how to get over being stuck and um, that it's OK to fail. It's OK to not do it perfectly, but to keep working on it. Yeah. Beth, what stands out to me is that scripture memorization is so clearly one of the highlights of your life. You're so excited to immerse yourself in the scripture. And so I think for all of us listening, if we if we have that same passion for God's word, that's contagious. But when we approach someone and say, listen, we ought to memorize scripture. We're Christians. This is something we're supposed to do. Why aren't that's not going to get anyone excited? But when the, the word of God is precious to us, when we love it, when we uh, as as it says in the scripture, when we esteem it more than our necessary food, that has a ripple effect. Beth, it has been such a joy to spend this time with you over the last couple of episodes. Again, uh be sure, for those of you who are listening, to go back and listen to last uh, the last episode where we talked about identifying your learning style. Check out the show notes for some great resources that we mentioned in this episode. And uh, again, we hope that you'll subscribe and uh, join us next time for another episode of the Scripture Memory Podcast. God bless. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of the Scripture Memory Podcast, a ministry of Scripture Memory Fellowship. At SMF, our mission is to help you know, live, and love God's Word. If you're ready to take the next step in your Scripture Memory journey, visit us online at ScriptureMemory.com or download Verse Locker, our free Bible memory app. As always, be blessed today as you take time to enjoy God's Word. And be sure to join us next time for another episode of the Scripture Memory Podcast.